Okay. Good evening, guys. We got Bav back in town, and as you can hear, the music is Return of the Bav, not the Mac, the Bav, and it's it's been amazing. It's been um, what what's the word I'm looking for? The last episode we have, um, I think Bav's gonna touch on it in a minute, but it wasn't the way I wanted it to be. So, Bav, you give us your intro on what you thought of that last. Um, uh, well, every, well, obviously, uh, the listeners don't know that I took a bit of a break because uh, I was just so wound up with Arsenal. Yeah, we won the FA Cup and whatnot, but I have high expectations of my team. And then after hearing the last person on the podcast, being a Tottenham fan, that just bothered me. It really bothered me. So I'm back. Let's get this rolling, Raz. Let's, yeah. Let's get uh, our respective... Uh, frustrations off the chest <laughs> well look you know the, the thing was the last time I, d- I did the show I, I had to kind of do it myself and you know I had someone that wanted to give it a go and it was from the beginning it was a shambles you know the conversations weren't going right um, whatever we were saying it wasn't quite too let's put it this way the way we ha- what we think of football my other colleague that was doing it with me at the time didn't have it, you know, so, well, I had to bring you back, mate, and thank you for coming back. I know it's a, a bit of a distance from where you are and where I am, but we're going to make it work. So, guys, cool. the conversation today is obviously, I know you wanted to talk about this, and you want to vent out, you want to take your frustration out, so I'm going to give you this air. Give it, give it to us, mate. Tell us what you think of Arsenal right now. It's an absolute shambles. And off air, a couple of years ago, I told you that I was actually considering doing a version of Arsenal Fan USA, but to call it Arsenal Fan DC. Even Robbie, the host of Arsenal Fan TV, I actually met him in DC, had a chat with him, and you know we didn't exchange information, but he's like, yeah, it'd be a good idea, blah, 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 get a US perspective. But it's, if, I, if, if I do that, it's just going to be a replica of those guys in the UK on steroids. The Arsenal fans out here, people may think in the UK, oh, they live in the US, they don't know nothing about Premier League or Arsenal or whatever. You'll be surprised. There's a lot of people over here that are really into it because obviously there's you know four or five different sports they can be into over here. But it's a shambles, man. Like Honestly, I- I've had enough, man. Honestly, it's you pressed me to start this podcast up again at the start of the season, right? Yeah which was, what, seven, eight weeks ago. And I told you, I said, look, honestly, Raz, I've got no interest in talking about football. The only football I'm interested in talking about is American football, which you and I talk about offline sometimes, NFL, yeah. Red Zone, and whatever. But being an Arsenal fan is like being a Washington... Wait, there used to be the Washington Redskins, but it's the Washington football team now. It's a damn shambles. Going off history. We've been on the decline since 2008. Last episode... Sorry, I actually listened to one of the episodes last night. Episode 3 of the podcast. And it's been a year to the day since Ancelotti and Arteta have been respectively hired for Everton and Arsenal. And I told you then, Arsenal should have gone after Ancelotti. That's the type of person that's needed. Arteta, yeah, maybe there's potential. And maybe Man City being on a slight decline this year could be down to Arteta not being there. We don't know. And we'll never know. But Arteta, I just don't think he doesn't have any man management skills. He looks like a dead man walking. And... There's two things that are going to happen. Well, one out of two things is going to have to happen. Either the board are going to have to back Arteta 
or they're just going to stick with Arteta and let us get relegated. And us getting relegated, you're going to laugh at this. A lot of people may think I'm going nuts because of COVID and being indoors and not getting fresh air or whatever. But getting relegated is the best damn thing for this football team. You know why? To get rid of all these joke players because... You would think that a lot of these top six, top ten teams don't have relegation clauses in the contracts of these players, but I'm sure they do. So then if these guys are earning 100k a week, they go down to 20k, they get a reality check, which is what a lot of them need. And it might be the best way of gutting this team out and rebuilding. But my concern is, even if we go to the championship, we're going to struggle to get out. We've got Eddie Nketiah playing up front. You know, yes, the guy's talent and he's been talented and touted for a couple of years. He couldn't even get into the Leeds United team in the championship. That says a lot. Patrick Bamford takes a lot of the shots in the penalty box. But let's be realistic. Chelsea let Patrick Bamford go because he's what comes out of my rear end. That's a bit harsh, really man. That's a bit harsh. Nice, like like, you know me off. I'm, I'm a little hot-headed at times, but today it's about to let it loose. Look, Bab, I'm oh, going to be honest with you. Just get, tomorrow, they get rid of him and they get someone new in. Go and get Carl, not Carlo Ancelotti, um, the other Italian guy, the one that's been linked with us for a few years, uh, Massimano, aka Max Allegri. Just get the guy and gut this whole team out. Oh look, all those players, they don't deserve to be. Ex- none of them deserve to be playing for Arsenal. No, no, no. Rob Holding, twenty-five years of age. Oh, he's English. Oh, let's give him a captaincy. On what premise? He's a pile of poop. He's a championship David Luiz, why is he in the team? Why is El Neni in the team? And I even said El Neni could be decent, but Mohamed El Neni, they need to change his name to Mohamed El Baibai. And I heard that off Arsenal Fan TV a few days ago, but it's... Why are these guys in the team? Why isn't Joe Will... Why aren't these kids getting a chance? We have one of the best academies in the UK, along with like West Ham and Chelsea, but God, they're playing all these mugs still. I'm pulling my hair out right now, rest. I don't really have much left. I can see why as well. But look, Bab, to be honest, right, the problem is the board, right? You and I both It's not know. the board. I mean, the board is a problem. The board is the why problem. Why did they buy Nicolas Pepe for 75 million or whatever it was? Nicolas Pepe, he was jogging to try and get in the box. He's, I have no faith in this guy. If he wants to do that, maybe try him out up front for a game or two as the sole central striker. Aubameyang didn't have the muscle strain. Aubameyang got dropped. That's what happened. Well, because of his um, lack of enthusiasm on the pitch. Clearly, even as a captain, he doesn't come out and do press conferences. He said a few days ago, oh, I've been, you know, shying away from this. Like, you can't say that as club captain. The club captain shouldn't be a striker, especially in our team. He needs to be a defender. And even then, these defenders can't defend. Yeah, Gabriel Magalas is decent. He's 23. But, you know, we still need someone. Who do you think should be the captain? William Saliba was bought. Why is he not? Getting no playing time. I don't get this. They spent 20-odd million on this kid. They, For 20-odd million, you can go get Lewis Dunk from Brighton that will come in and be an enforcer, which is what's needed. There's a lot of things you can say about Arsenal, but I think the first thing, the biggest thing, I personally think, is why is Mesut Ozil not playing? You could do with him. You know why Mesut Ozil's not playing? Because of the political issues. That's what it is. Yeah, but what's politics got to do with football? Because Arsenal, as a brand can't advocate that this guy who and his religion honestly for me doesn't matter but he's of muslim descent and he spoke out against how the muslims in china are being treated 
And because ever since he spoke out about that, he's been kind of dropped. But that's a bit strange. This guy, right? he, he he is. He can't defend. But you you said it before. Him and Mosala, none of these guys are paid to defend. They're paid to put the ball in that six-yard area and pick out the strikers and put it in the back of the net. When you got Aubameyang up front, who's a deadly finisher, the one thing that Arsenal lacks right now is someone creative in midfield, which we don't have, yeah? So if you had Mesut Ozil, you would at least get some goals. That's how bad they are. Well, exactly. I mean, so Mesut Ozil would do more than what anyone else is doing right now. And you're paying him £350,000 a week, right? Or something along them lines. Yeah, sucking the damn financial life out of the club, but it's beyond finances now. It's got his fault. It's the bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's Arsene Wenger who gave him the contract, which is at that time. Let's be honest, he was the highest um, assists um, in the Premiership, like three, four Correct. years in a row. So Arsene Wenger did the right thing. He wanted to keep him, and he was building around him. And all of a sudden, something that was said has now changed Arteta from not putting him on the pitch. And I don't think that's Arteta's choice. I think that's the board above, and I think that's a re- that's the problem. You got board that are making political decisions in a game of football, which doesn't need to be politically involved at all. What does that matter? That's a different story. It's that Mo Salah does um does his uh, what do you call it uh thing sujood on the pitch, right? Which is what Muslims do when they go to pray. Now, I don't see anyone saying anything about that, but someone would make some some could someone could make an issue of it. But it's not been made an issue. And I just think that whatever someone's beliefs are, sport is separate to religion, beliefs, whatever. And The whole point of sport is to bring people together. Yeah. And I know I'm going off topic here, but I just think that was... that If that is the reason, and you've just pointed that out, I think that's ridiculous. It is the reason, man. And no one's ever going to admit it because of the type of... Way we live in society, well, all gonna be... things going on in the world. No one's going to admit it, but you know, those that know, they know, and yeah, they know. Those that... that know, yeah, exactly. And, and the... we're relying on Danny Sabayos. Danny Sabayos. <laughs> the reason that Zidane doesn't want that guy. Like, okay, and I said it before. He did well in the under twenty three Euro Championships and set it on fire. But that's that, man. I mean, like, the guy's useless. I I look at the Arsenal team, yeah. And I don't even think there's actually one player that I would take from your team and put them in, like, Liverpool, for example, which is my team. Don't... You, don't create a mug of yourself by even saying that. Even to have that thought in your head, you're a damn idiot. Why? None of them. Not, not yeah, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Not even Aubameyang. There was, you know, I, I, at one point I thought, you know what, I would love to have that guy. But you know what, personally speaking... He's not captain material. He never was. And I really do think that, look, leaders, right? Sometimes being a leader, it's not about being the best player on the pitch. It's about being the best, how can I put it, bringing the best out of others around you. And I don't think he brings anything out of anyone. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. And, and then now he's got his money. He's, he's, uh, he's happy. And I even said it last year. Initially, we shouldn't have kept him. And yeah, maybe... He's I think he's made Lacazette. Well, I Once think you're paying, it happens in professional sports. Once you've got that big money payday, you just mentally switch off. That is his last you know payday, paid for the remainder of your contract. Yeah. And I think he's making Lacazette look bad as well, if I'm honest nah, with La- you. Lacazette is least big lacquer out. I don't know, man. I, I like him. He, I think he tries. You can tell so he you tries. you going to take Lacazette over Firmino? Probably buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Firmino is the best player. Are you, are you buzzing? Firmino is the best player, and, I, and I'm saying this fully, yeah? The best player in the Premier League. That's my opinion. You're going to laugh right? at me. Olivier Giroud, go and re-sign him back. That's what needs to be done. That should, he should have gone from your club in the first place. The, the worst decision, whoever got rid of him, was the worst decision. That, that guy is a gem of a player, to be honest. He's an this absolute is what happens. gem. This is what used to happen. Arsenal used to be a conveyor belt for Man City and Barcelona. Those days are gone because our players are so shit. No one wants <laughs> to buy them. So what do we do? Shit accumulates shit, right? When you take a shit. I'm sorry to be explicit. Yeah. So now we grab the shit from Chelsea and pile it onto the shit that we have. We're a Chelsea retirement club. William, that guy's not worth the, a damn dollar, penny, pound. Useless. Absolute useless. First game. Against Fulham, he got two or three assists, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, this guy's brilliant. If he was that damn good, why didn't Barcelona sign him? <laughs> you make some good points, Bab. You make some good points. Um, let's move on from Arsenal now, Bab, because obviously... Um, I, we, yeah, give we me could a chance have... to calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on from Arsenal. I mean... Let me drink some water. <laughs> the, the, the league right now, as it stands, what, what, how, do you think, how do you seem to think things are going to pan out going forward? This season. I think it's going to be a repeat of last season. The top four, obviously, it's going to be Liverpool with one. I think it's going to be Man City second. Really? Man City uh, last second? Man United finished third, right? Yeah, Man, City, Man United's third right now. Shocker. I don't no, know. but last season they finished third, if I'm not... I think they right, finished or... fourth, right? Okay, well... Maybe third or and fourth. And then Chelsea. It's, it's, you know, one and two is more or less set. I mean, Man United, obviously, they did look decent against Leeds, but I think anyone can look good against Leeds because... <laughs> They're such a gung-ho play team, isn't it? They just go all out, don't they? Leeds literally has... They've got midfield players, but they literally have no midfield. Yeah. They don't have... They, don't, they just don't know how to play defensive either, to be honest. Bielsa, yeah. he's got one way, and that's just... He's going all out. And that, they said that in commentary when I was watching the game live. Um, it was actually American... Um, uh, what do you call it? American... Um, I was watching it on an American stream, which was... Um, yeah, it was... That's the NBC. NBC, yeah. And they said it on there that this t- Bielsa is the type of manager. He's not won much everywhere he's gone, but he does make. And you a can dif- see why. Yeah, but he does make a difference in every team that he goes to. He builds something, and that's what he's doing at Leeds. He's just a builder. That's all he is. He's built that team. Look, seventeen years it's taken him to come back to top flight football, so he's done something right. But yeah, I mean, I personally think that the season has. It's been so weird because Liverpool, everyone thought, you know what, they're going to come out and smash it up. And they haven't done. But we've had the most injuries probably out of all the teams in the top flight, right? I yeah, mean, definitely. Major, at the end of the day, you, know, you, you still have a decent enough squad and you've got some good youngsters up there that we're, we're starting to see. Like Curtis Jones is he's a decent. Um, Nico Williams is decent. Then you've got the other guy, the other Williams, that's a central defender. I've seen him once or twice. He looks decent. So, and the good thing about these youngsters, they've got a good, you know, a good uh, mentor system around them where they've got a lot of international players. Yeah. And some of those are still young guys. You know, Van Dyke's not old by any means. Uh, Matip's not old. So they've got good mentors for the next four or five years. But the concern with some of these young Liverpool players is, are they going to really get that playing time? I mean, yeah, right now with all the injuries, yes. But six months, a year down the line, they may have to just request no moves because... Players are players at the end of the day. No player, no true professional player is happier on the bench. No. Unless you're on like a maximum contract earning 350 grand a week, if you know what I mean. 
No, but it's for me. The season started off, and I was like, I was a bit like you, you know, disheartened watching what was going on. It wasn't. It was a bit of an up and down start for us, right? But um, to be fair, um, you know, Klopp has stuck to his guns. He's um, he's developed a team now, which is actually a team, and you know, everyone fills in when one's not around. Another one fills in. Van Dijk, losing Van Dijk was a massive problem. We lost Alisson earlier on as well. Um, now Milner's out. I think we've got, like, we had, a, what's his name, Gomez out. That's a massive, massive loss for us. But, uh, Thiago out, Jota out. The list goes on and we've just managed to, to still be number one at the top of the league, yeah? And, you know, the last, the win against Tottenham just, you know, that sealed it. That was it. You know, and obviously... Oh, the win against Tottenham, where Tottenham claimed they were the better team. <laughs> what nonsense is Mourinho talking about, man? I, I, I'm glad talking. you brought that up, actually. I mean, I'm sure the best team lost today, right? Was it today? Was it yesterday? I can't even... The best team lost, right? They lost 2-0. Oh, against Leicester? Yeah. Because that's what he claimed, isn't it? His team's the best. 2-0 to Leicester. Hey, I don't know what he's smoking, man. He's obviously got something in that tea of his, isn't it? Or whatever he drinks. But, um, yeah, the best... The guy plays eight people, eight players behind the ball. No, nine players behind the ball. And leaves one up front. And he scored that goal like that. The first goal where, where Son scored. But other than that, they had nothing. The whole first half, they had nothing. Second half, they came back and they hit the post and stuff. But... They are an ultimate defensive team. And I, I personally think, again, Tottenham, yeah, this is going to be the downfall because I think Pochettino was doing a good job. And it's a shame that you, you know, guys can't get Pochettino. He won't go to you. He won't go to Arsenal because, of obviously, um, you know, his allegiance is with Tottenham. So he won't go to you, just like he didn't want to You know to what? Go. Right now, I'll take Pochettino. A lot, I think Man United wanted him at one point, but now they might stick with Solskjaer, which I hope happens, to be honest, because... <laughs> yeah, but people can laugh all they want about Oli, but Oli's racked up in two years the most points after Liverpool and Man City, so... I, I, think, he's a, right? I think he's all right. It's just he's not had the rubber the green, best players, problems with some of the players that he's got. Like, I don't think Pogba should be in the team. He's a bad apple. The Martial is a moody git as well. Looks like it anyway. Yeah, but Martial, the problem with Martial is it's just, you know, when he turns that switch on, like today he turned it on and he looked decent, but he'll turn it on one in eight games and that's the problem. That's the problem, he's a moody git. He's just, when, when he feels like it, you know, you know, you don't need players like that. And, you yeah, know, I just sure. want to touch on something very quickly, Beth, right, while I've got you on there still. I want to talk about a particular player because... Um, not a lot of people, and it's the right day to talk about him because he's been voted, you know, he's nominated for the best sports personality of the year. And that's Jordan Henderson. I think Jordan Henderson right now is the reason why Liverpool are top of the league. And uh, some people might not agree with me. Some people might say Mane, Salah, and they can name all these names. But you know what? When you look at Arsenal, when you look at Tottenham, when you look at um, Chelsea, when you look at some of these teams in Man United, you're, you're seeing a problem. And you know what the problem is? Leadership. Barcelona. Yeah, absolutely. Barcelona right now, right? When we had the likes of Puyol and Xavi Sh- Iniesta, these were captains and they were, they were leaders, right? In their own right. None of these other teams that I mentioned have got that player right now that's a leader. 
And I say Tottenham because they've got a goalkeeper as a captain. You know, for me, that's wrong anyway, yeah? But anyway, that's a different story. But what... And I was watching the game, particularly the other day against Crystal Palace, and Henderson, he didn't stop running. He kept on moving. And, and, and you know, everyone talked about how great Gerard was, and Gerard was an amazing player. But one thing Gerard didn't do for Liverpool, and if he had done it, and if he compromised his game a little bit more, like what Henderson does... Maybe we wouldn't, that 2014 season where we nearly, nearly won. We might have won it. But he still wanted to play that forward, marauding, you know, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes what Henderson does, he realises he's not the best player on the, on the pitch. He knows that. He's not even the best player on the team. So what he does, he sacrifices his game. He slots in. He literally goes into a right-back position, lets Trent go forward. He slots into a left-back position, lets the um, left-back go forward. He'll just keep doing that. And he'll just, it's kind of like a quarterback. But when he gets the ball, boy, does he whip a ball in. You know, and... Yeah, and at the end of the day, look, he, he's the glue of that team. And he'll keep it simple, like one, two passes, and, that, and that's it. And... He'll pass, he won't always go back, well, he doesn't really go backwards, doesn't really go forwards, but he'll go sideways and he'll let the next best passer do their job. Yeah. And as you just said, you've got Robertson and Trent. Those two guys, after KDB and Salah, most assists in the Premier League anyway in the last year or two. So let them do their thing. And that's... And you, man, we, we need a Jordan Henderson so bad. We, you could do it a James Milner, to be honest. <laughs> No, honestly, like, I'm, uh, James Milner, another one, you know what, probably he'd, uh, I've been watching a lot of LFC TV and there's a lot of talk about Henderson, Milner, um, Van Dijk even. They, they, they do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we don't really see and they make Klopp's job so easy. Now, just going back to my days when I was managing in a retail branch or whatever, yeah, when you got your assistants or your little, you know, agents outside doing their bit, doesn't it make your job a lot easier? Of course it does. Because of course, you... yeah. It comes down to training, coaching, getting the most out of them. Simple work. And this is what it is. And I think that's the problem with other teams. And, you know, particularly I'll go back to Arsenal, go back to United, you know. And right now, I'm seeing it a little bit with Man City. Vincent Company went. The next season, they didn't win the league. Yep. Right. The, the season they won it, when they won it by a point, was because of Company. No. And even now, they're missing David Silva, natural leader. Natural, again, David Silva. Look, look at Real Sociedad, they're doing well because of David Silva. Exactly. And this is the thing, you know, they're at the top of the league, aren't they? Nuts. I think they're second. The last time I checked, they were top, but maybe I'm not. All right. But yeah, no, I don't know. I think Real is pretty much up there, but that's just about, it's a bit of a tricky league, that one. At the moment, everyone's pretty much poor. <laughs> Not to the standards, but yeah, we like I was saying. I mean, leaders is massive, massive problem in the league right now, and I think that. So, so you tell me, um, and again, everything comes back to Arsenal as always. Who who's the player that's realistic for us to go and get in January that's going to make the difference for this team? One player. Obviously, we know we need four or five, but that's not going to happen. I think mean, the thing is, I think you won't get him, but Ndidi. Wolfred and Didi from Leicester just came back today. First came back after being out injured. Not happening. They're, they're not selling in Didi. Well, that's, that's what. The that's the type of player you need. But you're not going to get. You need an NDD or a Kante style player, 
I mean, if Kante's out of favour at Chelsea, someone should go and just knock on the door and say, let us have him, you know? You, you... But it's, it's funny, actually. Liverpool and Arsenal are linked with the guy that plays for Brighton. Bissoko, uh, I think his name is. The holding midfielder. He doesn't really play much, but... I don't think Liverpool need to go for anyone below. <laughs> you know, we, uh, Liverpool's linked with David Al- Alaba. That's a good signing, I think. Yeah. Now, Alaba's going to end up at one of the top four or five teams anyway. There's, there's no doubt about that. I think the best team um, in the world right now, I mean, the best four teams in the world are Liverpool, probably Man City, PSG, and um, Real, I think, isn't it? Uh, Bayern, I'll, I'll take Bayern. Man City out, put Atletico Madrid in. See, the thing with Atletico, they just don't play the football. I just don't like the way Doesn't they matter. Play. He's getting results, though. Yeah, he yeah. might win the league this year. He probably is. I'll tell you who we need it. to go and get. He's available. And it'll be a nice up middle finger to Barcelona. Leon are willing to sell Memphis to Pi for 5 million euros. That would be a perfect signing for you guys. Yeah. No, honestly, wicked signing. Yeah. And, you know... Saka on the left. Uh... The pie on the right and all bar down the middle. And if all don't want to be there, just sell him. Just sell him, even man. Even if someone get rid of him. At the end of the day, I don't want you know, just like at work, I don't want anyone on my team that doesn't want to be there. Yeah, no. Um but I think I think personally you need a defensive player in midfield for a start. You need two of them to be honest. Well we've got Thomas Party, but I was just reading something today that really, you know I don't think really made it crystal clear. He, he's injured. And even the Ghana national team manager says that Thomas Partey should not leave Atletico to join Arsenal because obviously Atletico is going to play Champions League football every year. This guy must be thinking, what the hell has he come to? That's what happens. But yeah, no, it's, it's going to be an interesting season. I mean, I think personally, you guys need to let go of Arteta ASAP because I, I can see a guy and I've, I've, I've sensed it, he's lost. He doesn't even know what he's... No, you can tell from his body language and press conferences. He just... He doesn't he even know what to off. say. So who would you replace him with? Who, 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 in, from a non-Arsenal perspective, who are the three managers that are available right now that can go in and sort this team out? Well, I said... Oh, we mentioned Pochettino, but it's not happening. Allegri is obviously something that can happen. Um, and Ancelotti was what you should have had. You know what you need? Honestly, he might sound simple, stupid, right? But he's, he's gone to, what's his name now, isn't it? Um, West Brom. But you could have done with like, someone like a flipping Allardyce. Just, yeah, that is a stupid comment, actually. Let's not, let's not go there. Actually, that's, I'll take that one back. Allardyce is not the right move. All right. So, what about uh, Simeone? You haven't helped me here. So, Simeone. Uh, huh? Simeone. Simeone's not... Listen, you've got to be realistic, OK? Arsenal is not a top 20 club anymore. But anymore. everyone wants to come to the Premiership, Bav. The Premiership is the league that everyone wants to be in. you got to remember, Spanish leagues, they don't have no money. They're skint. Correct. But right. Simeone, based on the side of football that he has, he's not going to turn Rob Holding into a world-class defender. No, what he's going to he do has- is going to get rid of Rob Holding the next day. He's going to say, no, you're not even in my team. Gone. He's going to probably get rid of 90% of your team. But that's what you need. You, but it's, it's all, all good and well saying that, but the reality is there has to be someone to buy the product. Even if your product's shit, 
There has to be a buyer. Listen, Klopp came into Liverpool and the product was shit. Do you remember how bad it was? I was like, gassed, yeah, that we've got Klopp as a manager. And then I'm looking at the team and I'm thinking, he's going to manage that. We ain't got no one. And look what he did. Look Listen, what... you, you may laugh at me. You know I want Max Allegri. I've, I've wanted Max Allegri from day one, right? As soon as Wenger's departure was announced. That is, you know, me thinking in my heart, but I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, so let's rule him out for a second. Number two, you may laugh at this. Gareth Southgate, go get that guy. Sorry. After England are done at the Euros next year, go and get him. Yeah, but you need someone now. Arteta's going. He's he's, he's a dead man walking. What, what, look, I, I don't think we're going to get relegated. I mean, I, I say that, but no, I you're just, not going to get think, relegated. Yeah, I just say let's let's just wait till that point. Give him a full transfer window. All these teams. Or the other option is, and I think it's very very realistic. Um, there's a lot of talk about Thomas Tuchel at PSG getting fired. Let him get fired, then put him straight in. Tuchel's not a bad chat. You know what? Not a bad chat at all. I think he's actually a good manager. Yeah, and I think it's realistic for Arsenal where we are. You know, he's he's a young manager. He may not attract the best of players, but at the end of the day, he has been at a couple of decent clubs. And I think even for Arsenal, getting a couple of players on loan may be useful. Aaron Ramsey's not playing at Juventus. Bring him back on loan. You, You need some creativity. Isco at Real Madrid is available for transfer. Go and get him on loan at least. Mate, that's what you need. That's what you need. And if, if you want to spend money, go and get Memphis to buy. Memphis to buy can. He came to Man United when he was like 19, 20. Didn't do it, but now he's still only 25, 26 years of age. He can still be useful in that team. They're, and then the rest are the rest. And as far as a holding midfielder goes, go and break the bank and go and get Declan Rice. Just deal with it. We'll get it done. That's not a bad. Why don't you just take over Arsenal? That would be the best option for them. Now, you know what? They need to put Mike Bassett in as England manager. You know that movie, Mike Bassett, England manager? Go and put him in at Arsenal right now. Who'll do a better job? <laughs> I think most people would. I mean, right now, I, I see a guy that's managing a club and I think he's out of his depth. He was Clearly an assistant. And I, and I like the guy, man. He was a good player and a good servant for the club, but that doesn't mean nothing. There's even talk about Henri and Vieira. Like, no, Henri and Vieira... Vieira got fired in from whoever is managing in France. Henri manages the Vancouver team. It's not even truly MLS. It's a Canadian team. Like, come on, man. Go and get someone that's established for once. Yeah, and I think Allegri is probably the best shot, but you'll have to wait and see what happens. I don't, I don't see the board sacking our They won't, they won't do it right now. Um, they haven't got the balls. They won't. We're going to find out because, you know... He can't burn through money. Obviously, he didn't sign Pepe, so that Pepe money was... That's what may have set this club back. Spending £70 million on one... Well, £75 million on one player. You can buy a oh, couple of players. Even that Hungarian guy um, from Salzburg decided to join RP Leipzig instead of potentially coming to us. What? what so, Hungarian guy? Yeah, there's a Hungarian uh, playmaker. Plays for RB Salzburg. Sorry, RB Salzburg. In uh, Austria, so you know uh, the, yeah, the yeah, two yeah. teams that are RB, they're basically sister or brother teams, whatever you want to call it. So RB he's Leipzig, RB which Leipzig. is German, and uh, Salzburg's in uh, Fingy, isn't it? Austria, yeah. So uh, you know, we can't even attract nobodies these days, which is 
it's a problem. Gotta just dig deep, mate. They just gotta look into the academy and start from fresh. But yeah, but you know, academy players. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Just give some of them a chance. I mean, but the, I think the problem with our academy is there aren't really too many sort of. I think the holding midfield is a big, big problem. Like El Neni's just—he's not even a championship caliber player, honestly. After what I saw yesterday in the previous game. Every time I see him play, he just seems like he's lost on that pitch. He doesn't know yeah. whether to mark a player. Sometimes, you know when you're playing football, right? And you know there's a dangerous player. And your job is to mark this guy, right? You're going to just follow him like a leech, you know? Just going to just keep on following him. Just distract. Your job is to disrupt him. But he just gets distracted. He starts going left, right, centre. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then he's lost that player. And, they go, you know, they end up scoring or whatever out of that. And that's what I've seen him do. I, I just think he's lost. Um, again, I what, just... what do you think the best formation is for my team? Four, 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 two, or three, four, three. I think you need four at the back. Personally speaking, right now, the, you need to be more solid than anything else, right? So four at the back is a must, yeah, because the three thing doesn't work, right? And I would say, just to help out, because you're not that team where you can just. You don't need two strikers. You need, you got Obama Yang. He's good enough, right? I'll play five in midfield and one up front. Yeah, and then the, basically the number 10 behind Obama it would have to be Ozef. I mean, that's... But they're not going to do that, man. It's they're not going to do that because they don't, they, don't, they don't understand football like we do, Bav. It's not... Even... And I've said this before and I've been saying it for a couple of years now. Reese Nelson, the guy's a talented player, but you can't give these kids one or two games and expect them to set the world alight. Like, you've got to give players five, six games to get their feet wet and get that consistency going and figure out positionally how their teammates move. Because remember, in training, the first 11 and the second 11 are two separate teams. You know who else is a good player for you guys? But again, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that you guys can't get. I mean, and this was the kind of players that you could have attracted. Tillemans. You need a Tillemans and Didi. That's your, you know the Leicester midfield is what you need. That's job done. Leicester midfield. Jamie Vardy. You need. You don't need Stop with that Vardy. Jamie Vardy BS, man. He rejected Arsenal a few years ago, and rightly so. Right. He saw the demise. He had his magic ball or crystal ball ready, and he was like, oh, yeah, if I go to Arsenal, what's going to happen to me? I'm going to be exiled from the England team. I'm not going to get 10 goals a season. I'm not even going to be the penalty taker. I'm going to end up being a pile of poop like the rest of the players here. Have you seen AC Milan? Right? Have you been yeah. number 10? And they, this season, they're playing really well, by the way. They're going to win the league this year. You know why they're doing well? Because they gutted the whole team. They gutted the whole team. Fresh players. Most of them you've not even heard of, right? Yeah. Apart from their number 10, that Turkish, Janaloglu, whatever his name is, yeah? He's a good yeah. player for you guys. Really Listen, good. everyone's a fit. The bottom line is, Mikel Arteta does not sign the checks. That's the bottom line. You need David Dean back, man. <laughs> we do. David Dean was the guy that... Man, he, there was a day, like 20 years ago, where we signed... Uh, one day we signed Davo Suka, then we signed Henri, and then I think... Is that what happened? And then someone else. I was like, wow, this is like Christmas three days in a row. That's what used Those to happen. Are fun, man. Those were the days when Liverpool used to sign Heskey. <laughs> Heskey. Emil Heskey. Emil Heskey. That's what we used to sign in those days. And Stan Collymore. 
Now we're signing Thiago, mate. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah, but you was against that Thiago signing. You, you, you tell me on that. You said that many times on this podcast. You was not really fond of Thiago. No, I love him as a player. I love him as a player, but I just felt like we don't need that because then we're going to start losing players. And Ginny Wijnaldum was one that I didn't want to lose. We're going to lose him anyway. We're going to lose him. Go to Inter Milan. It's done deal. Not Inter Milan, mate. He's going Barcelona. If Koeman's not there, he's not going to Barcelona. Koeman's getting axed once they figure that situation out there. As far as and again, they can't do nothing right now because technically they don't have a president. It's another joke, isn't it, that club? No, because at the end of the day, it's the president that has to sanction the transfer. So, I don't know, man. We, we've got to get some other, like, Arsenal fans and Tottenham fans and Chelsea fans. We've got, we've got to get some variety on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's, it's, it's been... some people up. No, but it's, you know, the, the, this season, yeah, it's not a normal season. We know that. Everything's going to be... There's going to be a lot of chopping and changing going on. There's going to be managers getting sacked. You know, we've seen one already, Slavon Bilic gone. Right. Yep. And we're probably going to see a few more. Right. You know, there was talks of Oli being out. He's back on the wheel again. Arteta <laughs> out. You know, and then Arteta might turn it around, and then he's not going to be out, and it might be Mourinho out. You know, we're going to hear these things all all season long, and eventually we're just going to have one winner, and that's probably going to be Liverpool Football Club because all we need is Thiago comes on, and that's it. It's curtains drawn, and you and I both know. That's what's happening this season again. Yeah, now Arsenal's not going to turn it around. Got Man City in the EPL Cup final. Got Chelsea in the Premier League. Not going to win that. Got Brighton, West Brom, Crystal Palace, Newcastle. We can't win those games the way we're playing. Just, Bab, just to calm you down a little bit, right? Let's just talk about Tottenham for a second, yeah? Because, sorry, just uh, something... It made me laugh. Tottenham doesn't calm me down. It actually boils my blood even more. But, you know, it makes you a little bit more... Well, it does make you angry because they're doing better than you guys at the moment. But it's a bit of a joke. the past four or five years. What's new? Well, what have they won? Nothing. You won FA Cup, but they didn't. So I guess you can laugh about it because that's that's what that team is, right? Tottenham is the team that are nearly... You know, we're going to get there. They're a nearly team. And what made me laugh was there were all these people so gassed up, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to win the league this season. Now we've got it sussed. You know, we've got Kane, we've got Son, we've got this, Bergwijn, what's the Andomble or whatever. And I'm just sitting there looking at these guys. Yeah, but we've got half of our team out. And your first joint points with us. What's going to happen when we... Get Van Dyke, well, Van Dyke's probably not coming back, but when we get most of our players back. Yeah. It's just going to be a runaway train again. And the thing is, Man City, they haven't even hit second or third gear yet. And no, I think the problem with Man City, once, once they, you know, as I've said a million damn times, okay? Gabriel Jesus is not the answer. How many times have you heard me say that? <laughs> you and your records been stuck with this guy, but you're right. He's he's so rubbish. You know that. I, I see him in front of gold sometimes. Pep was defending him a few days ago, saying, "Oh, if you look statistically based on the minutes he's played, he's like one of the top four or five in the Premier League of all time." Yeah. Okay. Fine. But yeah, that's because you're not know, playing him deliberately. My, my grandma could play in that Man City team up front and score twenty goals a season. Well. Anyone can, like, mate. The problem for Man City, honestly, let's get serious, is 
right now there's no Aguero, right? And the reality is Aguero has not played too many games, but Aguero's movement is brilliant, which opens up opportunities for those midfielders to actually knock the ball in the back of the net. But the other problem with City is kind of like how Arsenal used to be, wanting to walk the ball into the net. Like Bernardo Silva yesterday, eight yards out, he wanted to literally pass the ball in the net, like shoot. No, you're right. I mean... And, and then they need to buy a striker, and uh, don't be surprised if Erling Haaland ends up at Man City. I just... It all makes sense. His father played for Man City, Alfred Haaland. I just see... I think he's coming to Liverpool. Situation. I really do. I, I see him at Liverpool. I'm sorry, you say, you think he's going to go to Liverpool? Yeah, 100%. Where's, where's he going to play? Well, someone's going to go from that front three eventually. We're not going to keep that... Something. I don't know if... I think I saw it on like... Uh, he wants to go Real. Instagram page. He, he said if Barcelona or, or Real Madrid come calling, it'd be very difficult to refuse. I mean, obviously that's him flirting with the idea of joining one of those respective clubs in the next year or two. Yeah, but that's him going to be thinking that for a long time. But let's be honest. Yeah, he 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 can walk into any of those teams, but... Does he can, but he's not going. He's not going to Barcelona be, to be a Lionel Messi replacement, and he's not going joining uh, Real Madrid to be a CR7 replacement. You know, like <laughs> those big, big shoes to fill. Yeah, but I tell yeah, you I what, think, he is a big boy player, though. I think Salah's really good. No, I think Salah's good, but what frustrates me is he just seems he just can't get a clean strike on the ball half the time. Half his shots are just so miscued, which is. Don't, don't you feel frustrated? Like, yeah, he scores every game or assists every game, but he should have a hat-trick every game. But, like, he scuffs so many shots. Yeah, that's Mane as well. And then that's Firmino as well. Oh, our players, you know, like, against Crystal Palace was the first time I saw him as clinical as I've had in a long time, to be honest. Normally, it's like we scuff a lot of shots, stuff like, you know, missing, miscues, all sorts. Yeah, scuff, I mean, scuffball FC, that's what you guys need to be renowned as. Well, you say that, but we we score most scorers in the league, I think, this season so far. Scored the most, maybe. Who knows? But, Bav, I think it's time to call it an evening, mate. It's been nice having you back on. Obviously, next, well, we've got the Christmas break coming up. Well, no break here, is there, really? The games are still on, right? They are, yeah. Well, Boxing Day, yeah. Boxing Day. So, yeah, excited to... Excited for the games then again, you know, obviously it would have been nice that we could, you know, have someone, you know, some of the games I would love to go and watch right now, to be honest, but hey, it is what it is. What about you guys up there? Nothing really, mate, just, uh, you know, there's some of the events are on, like NFL and NBA, is, I think, starts in a few weeks, but um, I'm honestly, as far as live events go, for me, I'm the way things are going right now, it's going to be... 2022 World Cup before I see a live football match. That's how it's looking for me. Well, you know, you still you still going to Qatar? That's the plan, man. Anyone wants to join? Any listeners? Hit, hit us up. Well, I'm, 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 I'm making there, a, I'm making my trip there. So, and hopefully we can get some of our listeners on there. Maybe we can have some live podcasts from Qatar. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, nice speaking to you. Speak All to right, you mate, soon. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. That was Bav, live from USA. That was a great show today. It's just nice to have him online again and have him with us. Um, yeah. See you guys next in the next show. Thank you. Bye-bye.